Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You mentioned it, but Andrew Painter, man. And and seeing him come up and like possibly blossom into future ace. and then Okay, super important Andrew Painter question for you. Here, okay. you'll finish your thing, and then I'm going to jump in with a super important no, thing. It's all good. I, get, all right, I got excited about it because so, so I just saw, um, I believe he's number 13 on Keith Law's list. Uh, friend of the podcast or not friend of the podcast friend, yeah. <laughs> um i think i saw him at, uh i'm not sure i saw him like top 12 something like that uh, i think on another list um do do you get excited when you see him that high or does it bother you that he should be higher and he's not higher how do you as, as a prospect wonk that you are and a, and a um like an intaker of all these lists. I mean, consumer of all that you love to see where all these guys are ranked. Like, let's say for the law one, Andrew Painter at 13. Is that like really cool that he's the 13th ranked prospect in the sport? Or is it like, yo, he's better than that. So twofold. Uh, One is that like, welcome to to, uh, opening your eyes. Of course, he's a better (laughs) prospect than I, I think Grayson Rodriguez stinks. Like I, I, I haven't seen it for, from him. Like I don't like the mechanics. I don't like the stuff. I don't like any of it. Um. So like, congratulations on finally finally realized that Andrew Painter, who like has walked under a, a, a guy per nine at Double A at nineteen and struck out thirteen plus, is like a better pitching prospect. Real so, quick, like, just for those who don't know, Grayson Rodriguez prior to like these lists, like commonly accepted as the best pitching prospect in baseball. It's absurd. It's, it's it's absurd i'm sorry it, it is it is um so like c- congratulations um i will say like it, it it makes me happy it does but to be completely honest like it makes me happier than mcable's on them yeah and yeah. then he's still yeah, like was, i think it's at 77 on laws which because like, I, I expect andrew painter to be top 10 because he's like been talked about he's starting to get buzz Seeing Abel still thought of as in a high uh, regard as good. And I saw, dude, Griff McGarry was at 51 on baseball, perspective, baseball perspectives. 51? 51. Um, so that, where was Abel on there? He had to be after 51, I would think, right? They I, have him ahead of Abel? I think he was ahead of Abel, but I, I, yeah. I don't, I, I forget. I don't have the, I don't have it in front of me, but like, you know, it's just so exciting that all three guys are, are generating massive buzz. But my other point, just to like, lay my cards on the table like if it was a hitting prospect i'd probably be a little bit more excited mm-hmm. like they're just because pitching prospects just kind of and this is kind of been burned in fantasy baseball for like the last 10 years tell like, me about it dude. i don't i never get excited about pitching prospects now like ever 
So, yeah, so didn't, the, didn't, the fact uh, that Forrest Whitley just get like picked up off like waivers by yeah, somebody. Whitley, like, like, I don't, like, I admit, this guy I, was like the number one <laughs> pitching prospect to me. It's Lucas Giolito's fault, frankly. It's yeah. all Lucas Giolito's fault. He came, he came around at least eventually, and now he's yeah. gonna get non-tent. Or like Kopech, like then he's like had moments, but isn't good. You know, like it's the, it is such a crap shoot with these guys. Exactly, like, such a crap shoot. So I guess I've just been burned by it for so long that I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm really excited. I can't wait. I think he's gonna be unbelievable here. But it's like, I, if it was a hitter, it'd be such a different story, you know? Because like hitters, I feel like just generally. Hit. It's so much easier to project him. It Correct. Is. I will say, I will say, I really do believe that in, to your point, in playing 20, over 20 years of fantasy baseball, and, you know, I've been in, I'm in dynasty leagues, I've been in long-term keeper leagues, minor league spots, all that stuff, having done a lot, and not to your level, you're a sicko when it comes to knowing the minor leagues and all that. Um, But I will say like with painter, just not even just from partially from watching him, obviously, but really just from, from stats and looking at his profile and his resume, essentially and all that, like it seems like as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be awesome. Like guys who guys who do what he, what he's been doing at the levels he's been doing him at the age he's been doing at, like they're usually pretty. Yes. Like they're usually Um, pretty awesome. Like, for example, Jeff Pontes, uh, who does uh, prospect writing for Baseball America, uh, he said he's the best pitching prospect he's ever seen. Like, I mean, dude, like, it's not like it's not crazy. It's not. Cra- Again, you pointed out and it wasn't like a ton of innings, but the dude had like a 12, six K per nine and a point six walks per nine in double A at 19. Like. You don't play in double A at 19 unless you're a freaking so you don't even lace them up in double A at 19 unless you're like a superstar prospect. And this kid is like doing that. Like if he had like a three ARA at 19 or if he had like a, you know what, uh, if he was striking out a, a, a batter per nine and walking two per nine at 19 at, in double A, I'd be like, wow, that's pretty damn good. Like good for you, buddy. Like it's insane what he's well, and, and to make it even, you know, get the, get the hype train going even more. Like, uh, I guess he just started like throwing to get ready for like spring training and stuff. So, like, obviously, you shut down your arm. Like, I always shut down from October to about January. Basically, um, the same thing as what Painter's probably doing. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I had to get back up to eighty two. One sun pitcher to another, you know. Just guys talking, just talking baseball, you know, just, just baseball prospects, baseball's prospect. I do have, I did have one email from the Cubs in high school, so it's Whoa. it's absolutely no big deal to me, but, um, I got but, offered to tour a union colleges campus for football. Nice. You Not didn't want to go really. that route. No, I was never going to play. I was more like a friend of my, a, 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 a favorite of my coach. A currency who went, invite. Who, who went to Union? <laughs> that um, but I guess like he's just originally started throwing bullpens in anticipation for um, spring training uh, at Cressy. And if you don't know anything about Cressy, it's like it's where they got Brian Kaplan from, um, who's like the director of pitcher development or whatever. So like the liaison in a way between the major league pitching stuff and the minor league pitching stuff. So, well, it's things that smart organizations do now. Um, and apparently he was just like sitting 95 already like just already sitting 95 from from day one um and then looking at like photos he's already jacked so um it's just 
he's he he's the best pitching. He's the best prospect the Phillies have had, I think, ever. I mean, I know Cole did the same in thing. In my life, now in my lifetime, this is the best one. I mean, he's better than Don Brown. It was, you know, he's the best. Yeah, he's the best. He is, he is the best I prospect also, ever had. I also like that he was there for the playoff games and stuff. You know, we saw him walking around he, like all yeah. that. Like, I just like that's kind of, you know, I like that he, he good. He, Got, exactly. It's like Reese is here and he's like, yeah, I spent my whole career and never heard anything. Like, and then obviously just saw it. But like, he's like, you know, from his minor league days now, like we never really did anything. Got there. So he's always like, oh, it's probably not really real. Like, <laughs> I don't believe this. Like painters come up being like, I know what I could do. I know the kind of games I could pitch in. Like, that's cool. I think that's probably at least somewhat of a motivator. Well, and, and people forget that I did say to him, hey, this will be you next year. So. Yeah. When when he's standing on the mound in Game Six and and pitching the Phillies to a World Series title, um, just remember that one man again, like I just mentioned, pitcher to pitcher. Yep. Um, he we locked eyes. I locked said, eyes. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you said, to, hey. and you're and you're tall. You had to look up. Oh, well, dude. dude, he's massive. I, I mean, know. I know. That's my boy. Huge. Um, Lanky's got it. It's good. He's got it all. So, uh, yeah. So I gave him a whole like little motivational talk. Um, and I, and I look forward to when they're making the parade speech. I like, gave him <laughs> when he's on the when he's on the float and he's going down Broad Street and eventually gets back to Citizens Bank Park. He's like, "Hey, I was here last year." One very smart, well-educated looking fan uh, said to me, "See you next year." And oh, you're you're implying that he would know his Jack Fritz. He's probably like, oh, I know, but I didn't want to get too radio cocky. superstar Jack Fritz told me, "You got this, kid. Next year, that's you." <laughs> yeah, and it was it was all I needed to hear. It was really the the if I had to look back and pick a moment, you know, where when he's accepting the World Series MVP, the youngest World Series MVP in the history of the sport. Right. I'm I'm just assuming. Um, <laughs> And he and he, you know, my hey, Andrew, can you believe it? Rookie season. You're here now accepting World Series MVP. How did this happen? Well, Tom McGarver, Tim, sure. <laughs> Tim, Tim McGarver. He's Tim been called McGarver. a World Series game since 2013. I, I was going to say Tom McCarthy, Tim McGarver, lots of people. Probably Joe uh, Davis and John. I said Smoltz Tom McGarver instead of Tom McCarthy. Regardless, uh, whoever's in the locker room. Uh, well, you know, I look back to that moment. It really just. It all turned for me when Jack Fritz, radio superstar, said, you got this kid. Well, what people really forget is I also saw him down on spring training uh, of last year walking around the ballpark. You're right. right. People do forget that. So it all came full circle at the Super Bowl, uh, at the World Series. Ooh, uh, Freudian slip there. I know. Well, I can't imagine a city being in the World Series (laughs) and the Super Bowl in the same year. It's like it's it's unbelievable. Jack, I mean, like in all honesty, like I, I started doing radio eleven years ago or whatever, twelve years Sucks, ago, whatever. Right, right. I had one Super Bowl in in twelve years, and now all of a sudden there's a World Series and a Super Bowl like four months apart. It is big fan. Do this Andrew more, Painter. guys. Do this more. more. Andrew Painter is going to be uh, is going to be better than uh, any eagle. So that's my <laughs> any eagle. Put up, put out up there. the poll. Who will have a better career, Andrew Painter or Jalen Hurts? Yes. Do you think it's like, you know, 99 to 1? Honestly, it would be a mistake. I think Hurts is going to have an amazing career. Andrew Painter is going to be awesome. Like, I, I, he's, he's a pitcher, so he can't, you know, and like we talked about before, but like, I legitimately, like, to your point, if I had to stake my, whatever, my house on a, a Phillies prospect before they ever threw a ball or swung a bat, 
in Major League Baseball, this is the dude I would to to, to this point in my life. This is the guy I would most want to stake my house on. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.